I think we could could very well get quite a quite a few calls. Right, Lindsay. Now, what were you going to say, VK? Yeah, well, you know, they they all get out there and, and say Mary Kathleen can't mind this because you know that, that somebody or other might grab hold of it and, yeah. and turn it into you know use it. Well, I mean, no matter what you do, you can't really be sure that the uranium you're selling isn't going to be used. Exactly. I mean, you know, there's no way you can control it after it leaves your hands. Yeah. So I mean, you know, but. The thing to do, I mean, they worked it out that Russia can blow up the United States about 14 times or something ridiculous at the moment, you know. And it hardly makes any difference if they sell us a bit more. Blow the whole world up three times over. Yeah. And just, just why bother protesting now? Mm. It's a bit late now. It's, it's a bit late, I agree. You know, 20 years ago when Russia... Well, you know, when America thought they were the only ones who had the bomb and they could control the world. Yeah. They must have got a hell of a rude shock when the Russians exploded their first one. They must have thought... And we, um, we fired it up through the week, actually. Uh, made up a... You know, and, and the environmentalists get out there and rave and rant about, you know, uh, you're going to blow up the world and, and lying down in the middle of Collins Street and, and this sort of thing. Yeah. As, as though Melbourne... Like, who would want to blow up Melbourne for one thing? It'd be just a waste of a, a $20 million ICBM or something. <laughs> That's right. That's all we're good for. Yeah, that's about, you know, that's our strategic value is, is Pine Gap and North West Cape. Yeah. We saw Pine Gap, it's, it's, it looks rather ominous. It's all these big white bulbous buildings sitting out in the middle of the desert. I've seen photographs. You went to Alice Springs... Yes, uh, yes. You, you fly uh, about 10 miles, uh, let me think, 10 miles east of it, I think, as you fly into Alice Springs. And you can see it down there. Yeah. Did you go to Alice Springs last year, was it? Uh, no, when did I go? I can't... Yeah, I think so, yeah, last year. What was it like? Well, let us say my opinions of Alice Springs aren't really high, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably a, a really... When I went there, it was really lush green, apparently, you know. It was... They just had phenomenal rain. Oh, yes. And uh, everything was growing. Apparently, just as soon as the rain grow, hits, you know, all the seeds just... Germinate. In a couple of weeks, everything's green, and then it just dies again. Huh. Well, the Todd River, which is the one that flows through there, or it doesn't flow normally, was in flood for about the second time, I think, you know, 50 years or something ridiculous. Yeah. And apparently over the last three years they've had record rainfalls. Ah. Something, you wonder what's happening to the world weather. But, uh, we'll get onto that in a little while. And uh, what did you, like, uh, was Alice Springs, was it hot when you were there? Yeah, it was reasonable, it wasn't too bad. You know, pleasant because it's, it's dry heat. Yeah, I like dry heat, but I don't you know, like wet heat. This, this sort of once, if you have a hot day and a storm comes and you walk outside and you sort of die. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's that sort of heat in Hong Kong. If you ever get to Hong Kong, you'll find out it's, oh, it's incredible. It's yeah, I know, it's a tropical heat. You come out and just this wall of hot wet hits you. Yeah, just, you know, like walking into, you know, a hot wet rag or something. It's just, Oh, it's just incredible. I remember at the hotel over there, they've got two doors. Oh, yeah. Inside, you know, you're in nice, nice 70 degree old temperature, you know, dry, cool, beautiful. Yeah. You walk out between the middle, the inner and outer doors, and it's sort of getting a bit warm. And then you walk out, and it's just like walking to a wall. You just go, oh. Yeah. You just about die. It's incredible, isn't it? But, uh, 
saw the uh, Alice Springs, well, it's a pretty small town, put it this way, you know, I mean, you think it might be small, but it's small. Mm. Well, you know, it's only 5,000 people. Yeah. And I did the tour of Alice Springs in two hours. Truth. I walked around, that is, walking. How? You can walk from one end to another <laughs> and walk around, go along and see the railway station and uh, go down and see the post office, uh, Gee. the church, the hill at the other end, the sporting ground, and <laughs> the main street, and uh, three hotels. What else have they got to offer? Um, that's about it. You know, but, uh, and it's really amazing. Come six o'clock, the place is just dead, you know? Yeah. Like you walk out of a hotel at seven. I walked out at seven, sort of, you know, thinking I might go somewhere. Yeah. There's just nobody on the street, apart from a few drunk Aboriginals, you know? Yeah. Mm. And apart from down at the, the uh, round the bar, there's just no one. Gives you an idea of what most of Australia is just an absolute dump wasteland. Oh, it's, you're really phenomenal. It's just like, that. you know, nobody existed. They just disappeared. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, it was really incredible. There's a one, one place there. Apparently a guy moved in about 20 years ago and set up the only restaurant in the place. Oh, yeah. And he's now a millionaire. Because there's no other restaurants. Yeah, there's just no, nothing else there. And he still works like a dog. He was there. I saw him, you know. Dad sort of knows Alice Springs. He's, he's been there on and off for 20 years, yeah. 30 years. And he knows a few people there who know the town pretty well. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, it's this one guy, and he, he loves working, you know, and he just works. He's a millionaire now, but he still works hard, you know, every night slaving over the stoves and things. It's true. And he, it's the only place, and I mean, you know, the, the meals are pretty good. The steak and stuff, of course. It's, you know, you get a steak that flops over the edges of your plate and uh, things. So really, Alice Springs isn't all that sort of... Oh, it's a good place to... Oh, air's rocky, you know. Did you go there? Oh, I'm sure it would be too. Phenomenal sight. Yeah. But the really amazing thing that is, there's another group of rocks. The Olgas. The Olgas, yeah. You know, which are bigger. Yeah. But nobody ever raves about them. Yeah, I have read about the Olgas. I've seen photographs. They look very impressive. Yeah. Well, I tell you what happened. We went out there on, you know, a package tour type thing. Yeah. You can go out just for the day, fly out and, and walk around for the day. You can go out and stay overnight and sort of climb the rock first thing in the morning and see it in the sun and sort of. Yeah. that Ayers Rock, you sort of, 
you know, you walk down the main street of Alice Springs. It's about 350 miles away, isn't it? It's, you know, it's 250 miles away. Oh, you've gone on audio. Hello. Yes. You, you know, just phenomenal. A know. whole day's drive, practically. Yeah, yeah. It's out by plane. It's about two, oh, I think it was about two hours. Yeah. Um, an hour. Look, do you want to come back on... We'll, we'll, we'll just keep... Clicking. Clicking away. Uh, you know, but this is it. You, you, it shows you sort of the impression that tourists can get. You know, yeah. you can generate the false impression. Well, they don't want tourists to think they have to travel in a bus all day to yeah, get to our spring. Uh, you know, right. I mean, you get the false impression of America and the whole works and, the, and, you know, people don't even believe there are cities in Australia. And, yeah. You know, yeah. and it just shows you even here where, you know, we're in Australia, but most people, I guarantee you, if you would ask them where is Ayers Rock, you'd say, oh, it's just out of Alice Springs, you know. That's right, yeah. It, it's 200 miles away. Mm. And, uh, it's a really, a really incredible sight. It was well worth all the way going up there. I'm sure it would be. It's you know, just incredible. Uh, it's about a thousand feet tall, you know, just sticks straight up out of the desert. Just a rock. It's just this really great big rock sticking up in the middle of the desert. We'll stand by for any stations on Channel 15. No, nope. that's the only one who could, who yep. would possibly come on. But uh, you are distorting a bit, Lindsay. Are you yelling too much or what? Oh, uh, I don't know. I was adjusting it. The mic going could be up a bit high. I think it could be actually. Yeah, I might. Uh, oh, it's a bit hard to get in. I'll just talk back a bit. Yeah. Um, no, that's I'll... most interesting. Um, I've never actually been to Ellis. I've, I went to um, when I went up to Darwin. I went across, you know, from Queensland, yeah. went through Burketown and Normanton and all those places that have been blown down by now. Oh, yeah. But um, I got to Tennant Creek and I thought, am I going to spend a week going down to Ayers Rock or not? Yeah. And I looked at the car that was about to fall to bits and I thought, no. No, <laughs> no it's, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't really mind to do a bit of travelling around Australia. Oh, it's a good place to see. Take, take your time. Yeah. Going around. Take one sixty metres too would be interesting. Yeah. Although, well, you know, I've got student discounts, so I might try and go overseas while I've still got that of course. Be a very good opportunity. Reasonably good, you know, just wander off overseas on the cheap. Unfortunately it's not so cheap now. No, and it's going up by ten percent or something. Yeah, it's a bit of a nuisance factor to not say. Yeah, the well least. look I'll tell you, you'd be really spewing if you were sort of bought something on uh, you know, overseas draft say 10 days ago oh yeah and, and in the last 10 days the dollar has risen by you know another five percent yeah you'd be jumping up and down just you know well i've got to pay my qst subscription by march which is ten dollars fifty yeah us well i'm just going to see how high the dollar rises before i pay it it's you... just you know stupid there's a jet plane flying overhead yes, Anybody in that jet plane who's just getting clearance on their on their jet sievers? Maybe you know those silly. They might be hearing us. They may be watching the. The pilot's probably saying, "Below you is the big one, sixty meter capital of the world." Yes, that's about right. Well, I think I think one sixty is pretty big in the U.S. as a as a local rag bag channel. Well, I got those recordings of it of the AM bit. Yeah. And it's pretty big. Yeah, I, I like. There's no branches or anything. Oh, well, no, not over there. You couldn't but there's still more sideband than AM on it. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. But, uh, no, it's, it's apparently reasonably good 
big uh, over there. Yeah, I'd like to pick some of them up, actually, do a crossband, or, no, do a contact with them. I'm going to try and hook an extension mic cord up to this so I can possibly go downstairs and make myself a drink without having to ruin the continuity of this contact. But I don't think it's going to work somehow because oh. we'll get feedies, we'll come back. Oh, dear, feedies. This is a special uh, Christmas edition yes. of 160. Christmas-tainment, that's right. Yes, do you, do you get nice little Santa Claus bags from Mum and Dad still? Or, or oh yes, I get Santa Claus bags and I leave my stocking up and I get all the, all the, you know, prezzies come through. Yep. Come through the ether and arrive at your... That's right, yep. Yeah. Gee, I'm pleased. This new mixer I built up, or I modified, you know, the old Trimax mixer. Yes. I super RF proofed it. Well, it's super RF proofed for one second. I'll probably find what sort of tenors we're using. G plane. Uh, a proper ground plane. Well, proper dimension. It's homemade, but you know. Oh, where is it stuck? Well, unfortunately, it's not stuck much above the shack, you see. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, so, it's yeah. Well, it's not RF proof. What you do to it? Well, so I could run quarters and things into them. Yeah. And the other two channels, because I use 50k mics, or I use the 50k tapping, because it's easier to filter out RF out of it, I've found. Yeah. I have. When the mic socket on the mixer goes into a 50k input of a formers, yeah. through that formers down 50 ohms, then from 50 yeah, ohms it's back up to 50k. That's yeah. ridiculous. No, it's not because it gets rid of the feedies back because it's two formers. Oh. It is ridiculous, but it's it's the only way I could work out getting rid of uh, RF. I'm interested. What what's the gate inside the Trimax transformers? One valve for each channel, or what? There's one valve for each input channel, and I think there's a uh, a buffer stage, then there's the master fader, then an outer line output uh, stage. Yeah, well you know I've got all these pots lying around, I've got a... <coughs> oh that's right, the pots off the old 3AR control yeah, booth. Yeah, that's right. I've got to build up a uh, um, mixer for it, and I was just working out what I was going to do with it. Ah, yes. <coughs> you see, where do they put those faders? The faders? Yeah. Do they put them before the, the amplifier or after? Um, am I on there? Yeah. Generally what they do, they have a, um, there's two ways they can happen. In fact, what they tend to do is they have like an isolating stage, yeah. a fader, then another ice, then that fader just feeds into a master stage that's got a, a you know, goes t to line. Yeah. No, obviously, I was going to put them, excuse me, I got to... Uh, I was going to try, well, they're 600 ohms in and out, which makes it a bit of an unfortunate situation. Oh, not really. Well, it means you've got to design an amplifier for a 600 ohm input and output. Um, yeah. Which means you're not going to get very much gain. Yeah, that's the problem, I uh, suppose. Uh, well, you shouldn't really be looking for gain in a mixer uh, as such. You know, like, I mean, you put the gain at the, the line amplifier. So. That's right, yeah, as long as you've got fairly no, noise, uh, I, I know quiet stages. zero about designing a transistorised amplifier. Yeah. Uh, oh. Well, I don't know whether you know anything about it. But no, I don't know a great deal. All I know is what I can get out of one of these cookbook methods of designing transistorised amplifiers. Yeah, I see what you mean. I suppose if I got really desperate, I could ask the kilt. Ooh. You uh, wouldn't want to ask kilt, man. I mean, he'd probably give me 20 pages of calculations and come up to the end saying, well, what I'd do is I'd try putting a pot in the grid, a pot, a pot in the base, a pot in the collector, a pot in the emitter, yeah. and balance it till it works properly. <laughs> well, do you know, that sort of thing I did 
in uh, when I was doing you know, RMIT, yeah. we had to design the amplifiers that gave no distortion and so forth. So you just put in the oscilloscope? I got all these pots and used an oscilloscope and a generator and just messed until it was okay. <laughs> then I, I read with an ohm meter what I had on the pot yeah. and stuck resistors in there. Yeah. Did it work? It worked, but I failed the prac because I didn't get the page of uh, calculations was non-existent. <laughs> Well, as soon as I don't have any prac, I might try that. Well, mm. But you see, what I was thinking of doing was I've got a few 600-ohm to 10K line transformers. Oh, yes. And what I was going to do was make the, all the inputs to the... You see, just make it emitter-follower. Oh, yes. You can make a couple of stages of amplification. Say, each channel... Uh, well, this is what I was thinking. Make each channel, say, two transistors, one stage amplification to give a bit of gain. Yeah. Then an emitter follower down to 600 ohms into the fader. Yeah. Then from the fader into uh, a design net, uh, a matching network, mm. and then into the input. Um, I was reading the Radiotron Designer's Handbook, and they had a, a, a thing for this sort of system. Ah, yes. Um, and what they did is at the output of the four faders, they just went through a balancing network into the master fader. Yeah. And they gave uh, uh, crosstalk figures of, of 20, 20 dB or something. Fairly good, yeah. Which is not too bad. I mean, I don't want anything better than that. Yeah. And if you, on the back of these, you know, they've got a shorting plug. Ah, yes. Once it goes down to 39 dB down, when you click it around a bit further, it just shorts the input. Well, you see, you can always do that if you want to turn it down completely. Uh, so it's just uh, a matter. But uh, I suppose I can do that and put in the beginning, make line. Oh, dear. What's Have wrong? I, no, I haven't. No, just I pushed my Audimax. Oh, uh, I haven't seen the Audimax. I must come around and pay you a visitation. Yeah, we'll have to do it because Audimax works so well. For something I've built, it works exceptionally good, although... It doesn't compress very well, it's just AGC-ifying. Yeah. Because if I go into the mic, yeah. all the gain disappears for about an hour. Uh, I'm just going to cook another extension onto this mic so I can go down to the kitchen and have a... But, uh... Yeah, that seems to work quite well. Uh, hopefully. And then, just on mic inputs 1 and 2, have switches, you know, 50k, 600 ohms or 110k, so you can switch the... Uh, line transformer out or in whichever you desire. Yeah, that'd be an excellent idea. But, uh, I don't know, I might have to, I'll talk to Tony, he knows something about these sort of... Well, he, he does know a fair bit about broadcasting. About what, it, what it is, and, and I'll talk to him about the... Uh, oh, sorry about that. We should listen to the uh, Ron Fisher station. The Ron Fisher station? His broadcast band station. Yes, oh, I could try to work out what that is. What is that? I'm, I'm not up with this. Um... There's a big scout jamboree. Oh, yes, yes. I know that. And Fisher's uh, building emitters, they got a special licence to run a 10-watt scout emitters. Oh, no. And uh, I heard them testing the other evening, afternoon rather. Where are they located? Churchill National no, Park. I mean, well, yeah, what frequency? 1550 kilohertz. Oh. And I'll tell you what... What? They're running 10 watts into a... That sound is better than 3CR? Well, I've never heard 3CR at Churchill National Park, <laughs> but it sounds like listening to 3CS here in the daytime. Quite good, you know. That's not bad, is it? No. Well, we turned on the fires and there's nothing coming out because there's no power. 
160 metres. Okay, That's right. Super crossband contact. Does, does that satisfy the requirements for you identifying? Oh, well, you're identifying over my emissions. Put it this way. If they, it's a minor point. I suppose so, yeah. But Whoops. I'm actually down, walking down the stairs at the moment. Right and we might have to have an interview with the fish. Could be quite interesting, I suppose. What caused that? On the AM band. Must be one of my. I'm just. Uh... Well, what do you know? I've actually uh, got into the kitchen. Hello, I'll pull the plug out. Yes, I don't think we'd better play all that over the year. Oh, I'm coming through, am I? Yes. Well, would you believe. What? I've actually got this Gary Ord's into the kitchen. That's very good indeed. Now, I would never have thought that, you know, I'd be able to have a mic cord this darn long without having uh, RF feedback of some description. Yes, you didn't tell me. How did your RF feedback arise, the... The mixer? The mixers. Well, simply by using this transformer method. Yeah. Well, I thought you might have gone, you know, put RF chokes everywhere and... I think there is some RF chokes as well. Also, it's a lot easier to RF filterize a valve mixer than a transistor mixer, because yeah. it doesn't really matter if RF gets to the grid. No, they can always put grid stoppers in all over the place. And That's right. I'll just go into the uh, this room here. Yes, this is Tour de Grands of the ASEs. Yeah, I've actually got right down into the uh, the dining room, which is quite well, good. That, that is very good indeed. Yeah, so I don't know, is there much, am I coming out fairly loud out yes, there? Yes, it sounds mm. all right. Yeah, it's good having the audio max, I don't have to worry about uh, the gain and so forth. No, that's very good indeed. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's quite I could good. swear my head off and you wouldn't be able to get upstairs, would you? Be good. I could, I could now make profound, profane comments over the AC uh, and you'd have to dash out the back and cut off the missus. Well, I probably would. It'd be quicker to go out that way, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, I suppose it would be. Mm. He's on yes. the mark, gets it, chunk. He's off and running in the Stewart Stakes. That's right. Yes. Oh, the I'm very good to hear, glad to hear that your phone number is being changed. Yeah, I'm very pleased to hear that because it means a lot of idiots won't be... Uh, well, then we won't be. Make sure it won't be m mentioned over the air. That's for sure. Yes. Hmm. What's the time now? Time is. This yeah. radio here. Well, I'll just go and pour myself a drink. That's, uh, okay. And um, just see what happens here. Yeah, we're in the kitchen. When we decided we we're going to go pour a drink, and we left the transmitter on. The next day, there was big spews on the the. Uh, yeah. That's right, there was big, big things. Big There's only one of these left. By the, uh, the fox, wasn't it, I think? Are you? Why? Do you want to say something? I wouldn't want to say anything, but I'm feeling the man in there. Why not? Oh, look, he's shy. Well, I mean, <clears throat> well, what's the problem? How, how come you're hearing me, Dave? I'm hearing you, yes. How, how are you, though? Well, I've got the eavesdropper. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm. You're listening to yourself. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I can't really hear myself coming coming down. I don't know how much stronger I am. But, um... You're, yeah. you're about the same level as I am. Am I? Oh, that's good, then. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a bit more bass in you. Yes, well, I'm, I'm using the denser microphone. Yeah. Do, do you want to say something to the listeners on 160 metres? Thank <laughs> you.
people here are very non-committal. They don't particularly want to... Uh, See, this, this is a special Christmas Eve edition of the Cross Band. Christmas cheer and good wishes to every listener. Yeah. Well, look, I'll just put that mic there and I'll just go and pour myself a cordial, because that's all we can afford here. Cordial. Well, I might go get myself a drink. What's wrong? Going to the kitchen. Are you going to the kitchen as well? Yes, I'm going to the kitchen. Okay. Well, how can I give him a cordial? Well, they could come down and get a cordial. He's over the other side of the city. Oh, is it? Yeah. Careful with cordies. I said if you wanted to say something, you know, you'd, you'd be quite, you'd be quite welcome to do so. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm giving call signs. Big yours? Well, I haven't been down for more than five minutes, have I? Five minutes is the predetermined time. We're back. Are you back again? Are you? We're coming back. Right. Yeah, well, it was, uh, did you get yourself a drink? Did you hear the bubbles of my lemonade? I don't think you can. No, they're probably very soft bubbles. Did I tell you I've got a mod transformer? A mod former? Yes. Where do you get it from? A Trimax modulation transformer. What sort of ratings is it? Well, I don't know. Um, I'd say probably about 250 watts, 300. Really? It's, it's eight inches tall by six by six, no, six by eight by eight. Yeah. Inches and uh, weighs about 50 pounds. Ooh, it's pretty heavy. Came out of the old BWI transmitters. Oh, which one? Um, one of the two meter AM things, I think. Oh, yeah. And boy, did they use a rotten system there. Yeah, what sort of system they use? Well, I used a pair of 2A3s driving 811As. Uh, yeah, but that would be pretty good. You should be able to get really great quality out of that. Yeah. Except they fed the grids. Only one, fed one of the grids of the drivers. Only fed one of the grids? Yeah, they didn't. They, they fed a push-pull driver in single. Like, you know, only fed one of the push-pull. And I don't know how that was meant to work, but I would guarantee it doesn't work too well. Was it just a, an overthought, or was it just something they designed badly? Well, I don't know quite how they were meant to be doing it. Um, I don't think that's what they used, but that was... If you plugged in the local microphone, that's how it worked. Yeah. When, when you came down the line, you were working in push-pull. You I came see. down a 600-ohm to 10K tap-up. Mm. But the 600-ohm to 10K fed a, pair, a, a 6SN7, which is a 12 8 7 in an, in an octal valve. Oh, the octal socket. Yeah, feeding the 2A3s, but they also had a local mic amp, which was a couple of stages. Mm. But that local mic amp fed the 6SN7 only one of the grids, which was a stupid arrangement. But uh, Well, maybe that local mic wasn't meant to be used very often. Yeah, well, I think it must have been. But, uh, it was probably the one they ended up using all the time. Yeah. Knowing BWI. Well, look, I'll tell you what we'll do now. The, uh, the bathroom could be quite interesting because of the acoustics. Oh yes, this should. And um, we'll just we're in here now. 
Yes. And because uh, I can't hear. Oh, that's what's happening here? I just almost dropped the. Um, Any eavesdropper? Yeah, I almost uh, dropped the eavesdropper there, which wasn't too good. Alright. But we'll just turn the tap. I wonder if your logging quarters are still going. Well, it should be. It's had an hour log on it. Oh, well. Oh, this is always good. The, the bath. If I fill this up with water, then the noise of it uh, sucking down should be quite good. Yes, well, your, your limiter is going for a limit. Beg yours? Your limiter is going for a limit with all the water gaggling through it. Is it? Uh, your water limiter. It's so if I had some, I, I should have a, uh, a, a mobile VU meter would be quite good. Yes. Well, just pull out the plug. Hmm. That looks quite effective. Oh, that's well, good then. I'm sure lots of people aren't very... Uh, people uh, down here think this is rather a... Uh, an inane thing to do, really. But, uh, so I've decided we're going to try a pair of 811As. What's wrong? Oh. In, in the modulators. You're going to try 811As, are you? Yes. Well, I see. Um, I thought about those big things you've got. You know, I've got a three of those kicking around. They're pretty cheap. Yeah. Well, I've got some, except I haven't got any bases for them. Yeah, that's the problem if you don't have any bases. So, I'm going to try the 811As, and Tony suggested I should be able to drive them with a transistor amplifier. Ah, yes, that'll be a very uh, very effective way of getting the low impedance input. Buy uh, one of these, uh, you know, hybrid IC things. Yeah. And, and run that into a, a step-up transformer of, you know, fairly small turns, probably about 25 up. Yeah. To one. And uh, see how that works. Yeah, that'll be a most effective way of doing it, that's for sure. should work reasonably well, but I uh, don't know. If not, we've got one spare IC. And so I've got a pair of two A3s lying around the place, and uh, I thought, well, it's always, you know, you read all these old magazines about 1955 things, yeah. vintage, that are always raving about triodes in class AB1 sounding really fantastic. Well, I've got an old uh, monitoring amplifier with two, I think you've seen it, haven't you, with the two two A3s? Yeah. What that, do you think of it? Well, it sounds pretty good. It seems to be... Um, uh, it, it's probably pretty good, I guess. It only yeah. gives about 10 watts output and uses yeah, an awful lot of power. But I thought, well, one day, I just, just, just as an experiment, I might just try building one up. Yeah. But that'd be, you know, just, just something to do one day if you wanted to try it. That's right. But, uh, no, it... Uh, if, if I got away with the... Transistor drive, I'd be very pleased, you know, yeah. cut down the, the amount of valves in the stupid thing. Save a lot of heat. Try and put it in a fairly small rack and leave it in the shack where I might get a bit of trouble with RF feedback. Feedback from the modulator, you know, audio type. There's, I remember Tony had a trouble with that at one stage. Well, that's right. If my emitters was actually in the shack, you know, with the, way it, with the noise it makes, I wouldn't be able to have any gain at all. Course of feedback. Yeah, but uh, if not, well, I suppose I'll can put it up in the garage. Yeah. Somewhere. Or dig a little hole for it or something. Shouldn't be too hard to put up. You know, just send up. And That's I'm right. going to 
was just to rise the, the driver. Yeah. I, I haven't got anything uh, to drive it with. I'm going to VFO and make it transistorised. Yeah. And uh, build up uh, a five eight nine nine zero driving a nine one. Mm. And make that as a separate unit. It's completely. Yeah, that'd be so quite good. You can go off and use that as a CW rig. Uh, you know, for portable type operations. You want know, be add a lot to the uh, versatility of the whole the whole yeah. setup there. I'm actually in the stairwell. It's got rather strange acoustics. A stairwell. I think yeah, you'd probably I find out. Gone funny. It's changed. What has the acoustics? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a stairwell. It is always is rather like that. So bearing in mind what Daryl said about the, the radio parts prices going up, I might get to that project fairly quickly and buy up. It mightn't be a bad idea because you know it's uh, buy up. You know things like Eddystone boxes and and, and and drives and things that you've got to buy. You know all the resistors and capacitors you go over to place opposite McGrath to get. That's for sure. That's only uh, they're dirt cheap there. Yeah, McGrath's usually is quite... Uh, well, actually, I don't think they're all that cheap at all, really. No, but the place opposite, you know... Electric. Oh, that's a, that's a beauty, you know, that place. You go in there and you just pull out all their drawers and tip them all over the floor and they get upset at you. And, oh. No, but I think that's quite a good place yes, there. Yes, it is. You know, shopping, if you want to build up something, you can build up dirt cheap. If it blows it up, you know, you just blew up 50 cents. Big deal. Yeah. I mean, you go to radio parts and you buy a transistor and that sets you back a dollar already. Yeah, the good thing about that place is, of course... Uh, you know, you can, um, it's good for experimenting, of course, Yes, I noticed they had an audio generator, a la yours. Oh, yes. There for, uh, two zero dollars. Gee, it's not a bad thing to get. Yeah, I don't know if it's still there. It was brought down from 35. The only problem with those are they're so big, but they're very stable and very accurate. Yeah. But uh, they are big all the Oh, well, I think if you were going to try and build one, you know, all these... ICs you've got to buy and things. Yeah. But I, I don't trust those. I, I reckon you probably get horrible distortion off them. Well, that's right. I think valves for possibly testing. No, well, you them. see, they all put out uh, square waves, um, triangular waves, and then you put it into a diode shaper, oh, which sound. is meant to give you sine waves, which to me, to my way of thinking, is backward. Is, is you know, the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. But then you've got these, these electronics freaks who think it's the only way to do things. Yeah. Everything has to be done digitally these days. Yes, otherwise that's right. You're not in the race. Oops, feedback. I'll just try and stop that. I'll try and... I'm on X-Walk. I've got an extra bit of cable now. I'm actually going to... Uh, before this microphone falls and smashes itself on the floor... Yes. I'll just plug a headphone monitoring into the eavesdropper and I'll be able to... Uh, be able I must to buy myself a 3.5 to stereo jack. Now every, good, yes. every time I try and listen to uh, anything, I've got to get a little 3.5 jack and wrap a bit of wire around the, the size of phones and, yeah. and the sticky tape falls off and one ear goes off or something and gets oh, very annoying. It's a real nuisance when that sort of thing starts. Yes, well, we've, we've only got 15 minutes to our first listen for the Beck. It'll be really good if we can hear the Beck direct. This, you know, this, this opens up a whole new aspect of uh, crossbands. Yeah. You've sort of all gone muffled. That's because I'm trying to stop the feedback. Yeah. I'm stepping on the microphone. No. Um, yeah, well, I was I'm thinking about buying one of the T-phones like Paul's. Yeah. Uh, you know. Oh, hang on. It's, this could I'll be... see who it is. Hello? 
Yeah? What do you mean? Oh yeah. No, I'm afraid I don't. Not offhand. Yeah. What? What? What they want? Oh, this one. Somebody just wants some information. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I can't help you there, mate. Yeah. Cheerio. Good. Happy Christmas for you. Oh, somebody wants to know something. Some information. I, I'm afraid I don't know. You know? What was? The, what did they want to know? I wanted to know whether I knew any amateurs in South Road. In South Road. Well, yeah. Afraid not, fella. Why don't you get a call book and sit down and spend a lovely ten minutes looking through... Well, if I did it that way, there'd probably be about fifty. Yeah, we probably... No, no, we wouldn't get that many. Yes, well, it's interesting, the next call book they're bringing out is going to have all the SWLs in it. Oh, that means Harry will be in there. Yes, Harry Roach will be in there. The Roach. But, uh, no, I was thinking it would be quite good to get a T-phone, because... That way, if you had a crossband from a T-phone, yeah. I mean, you, you wanted to get up and, and sort of go around to the corner shop, and you could interview the man around the corner you shop. You could just continue as normal. And, you know, and just, just go around as a la normal. Yeah, I think it'd be an excellent idea. Uh, that's, uh, but that's another thing what I'd like to try with that would be, of course, what you could do is have your T-phone and buy one of these cheap monitor receivers. Yeah. For 27 megs, you know, you can buy them for about $50, $60, I think. All they do is receive. Yeah. And uh, you deliberately put that on a nice little deaf antenna. Yeah. And uh, patch that into your 101, into your uh, big rig. Yeah. You know, like if you're talking to someone. Have it patched through Vox, even. And, and then you just, just, you know, get up and walk away. Yeah. Your, uh, yeah. Of course, that's illegal. Which is, a bit is it? Is that illegal? Yes. Remote control of the transmitters is... But what's a repeater then? Yes, well, that's a special case. Uh, but do you mean my method is illegal because it's it's not in a shack? No, um, I don't know. I was talking to a few people and they said they've tried applying to the department so they could put a, a six-metre transmitter at a remote site and you know, activate it via 432, and uh, the uh, department says no, no, which is a bit unfortunate, since you can do that in America. Well, I'd suggest you just do it anyhow. Yeah. Are we over-modulating on peaks? One, two, hello. You could Harlow. put in safety devices, you know, like put in tone bursts, so yeah. only yeah. your transmitter will trigger That's the, right. the, uh, the setup. Yeah, I think that'll be the, uh, the best thing to do. I'm over-modulating a bit here, so just... Just hang on to go and adjust the modulation we are. Over modulating. Harlow, Harlow. Testing Harlow. That's a bit better. It's not over modulating. Something must have. Yes. Must have gone. Sound like John's there. Hello. Wires everywhere. Now put on the hyzer phone. I'll be able to hear you again. There we are. What's going on? Am I there? Yes, you're there. Doesn't sound like John's there. I just broke off for a little while. So, uh... Yeah, I haven't heard the... ...actually. No. It's been a while since I've talked... He's talked to the uh, branch a bit. Talked to John. Right, well, we're just, uh... ...dragging all these wires down the stairs. I'll just make sure we're not jamming anything here. Yes, we're, we're off for another walkabout. Yes, yes, I'm in the stairwell. Yes. 
We've got a bit of extra cable now. A bit of extra cable. Yeah, Hang on a second, what was I going to say? How on earth did you get something up the stairs? What was it? The, uh, there's not that much up the stairs, really. No, you never brought anything up the stairs. No. I was going to think you'd have a tough time getting the transmitter up the stairs. Yeah, well, luckily, I, there was no way that could ever get up, be taken up the stairs. No, it'd be a bit of an impossibility, wouldn't it? That's right. Well, have a guess. Where you are. Yes, have a guess what room I'm in. Here we are. I know where you are. You're in the uh, the living room. Boy. That's right. Yeah. You're in the living room playing the piano. This would be good tones. You could use it as tone burst. I mean. Hello. Hello. Is that uh, Chopin? Uh, I don't know what it is actually. David. Oh yeah. Well, I meant your name. <laughs> oh yes. I didn't think you were playing music. I'm being facetious. Oh yes, yes. I wouldn't want to play music. We might have a visit from Mr. Silvers. Yes, yes, I gathered that was, yes. Either that or my voice, Rosa. <laughs> How are you, David? Oh, very good, thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Yes, yeah, same to you. I'm just going to bed. Okay, cheerio. Oh. Wake up for what? Um, yes, cheerio. Mm-hmm. Wake up for Santa Claus and wake, run out and rip open all the... Yes, I think Dave's been a good boy. Oh, yes. This year he's going to get visits from Santa Claus, not from someone else. Last year... It, I woke up in the morning and it wasn't a visit from, from Santa Claus, it was a visit from... Last year you'd been a bad boy. <laughs> been a bad boy. And Mr. Silvers came, instead of giving me gifts, he took them all away. i tell you what I saw today mm. from the next door neighbour's got a son who's about three. And it's a book, which is sort of the, the plot goes something like, you know, Santa Claus needs someone to help him and it needs a special boy. Oh, yes. Whose birthday or girl is on a special day. Oh, yes. And the book is all done out. And what they do is they get a computer yeah. to print in the appropriate name, date, friends and all this in the middle and, and all this sort of thing. And so it looks like the book has been specially printed just for this one person. Oh, so I really see. It's incredible. It's, you know, it, it, the kid must go out of his mind thinking, you know, there's this special book printed for him. And That's for sure. It's just really... Uh, Quite a novel idea. Yes, yes, it's, you know, all the cats and dogs and budgies get a, a look in on the, the side and, uh, yeah. Well, I wonder Let's if... have a bit of 440 cycle tone, thank you. Do you know where that is? Yeah. That sounds about it. Hang on a second, where's my 400 cycle tone generator? Let's see if we can get a 10 cycle beat. Hang on. Here's 400 cycles coming down the line. Okay. Well, here's 440. Oh, I can hear it. Well, hang on a second. I'll get my EA handbook and see what the okay. next note down is. We're actually doing something technical. Yeah, technical with a piano. This is a crossband contact from 160 meters AM to 6 meters FM. Super crossband contact. That person who is ringing, I'm afraid I can't get to the phone at the moment, so you'll just have to desist. Pardon? 
I'm just saying the person who is giving things, I can't get to the phone at the moment. It's in a completely different part of the house, so you'll just have to wait till I get back up there, I'm afraid. Right, now we have the tempered music scale. Yes. This is, hang on a second, something, something's going wrong. Mm-hmm. This is Alia's 220 cycles. I thought it was 240. No, Alia 440. Um, here we are. The next note down. Merry Christmas and all the best of the season too. Well, Lindsay, you look like you have to come up on 10 now. On 10? Make it 125, 135, I think. What's going on now? Just hang on a minute. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Hey, stay on, Lindsay. Hello? Yes. Now, he's behind you. Uh, let's, let's just go to 10 <laughs> That is a very good... Don't worry, it is. It's being caught now. Look, well, I'll go get a... I'll drop off for the moment, Dave, on this and go get a, a, a Seavers to listen to Paul. Okay, right. Now, Paul, if you're around... Come up. See, I don't know if Paul's anywhere near receivers or anything like that. So I don't know what's going on, you see. Yeah, the, the, the head said he was home. So I don't know. Because he gave him... he came up on six. Drop off six. We should be getting through here. Good oh, we are. Why don't you come up your tent? Pain is always mean. Are you back, Jamie? I don't know. Look, um, have you got the Tandy phone with you? I have. Look, just start counting, and I'll tune you in on the Seavers. It's Def Seaver. All right. Just keep caught talking now. Just keep counting. Ah, uh, well, all right. Um, where was Philip? Do you know? I'm up with these techy channels. I'll just just swing across just the frequency till I come across you. Yeah. Oh, do you mean where are we going later? Philip's doing a um, has got a hamper to eat. You've done it once too often now. You continue jamming six meters. Mr. G, look, um, I'm sorry to get you out of bed, but uh, we're getting jammed on six metres. Suppose you were spewing, you had to do... do uh... I can pick you up, Phil, uh, Lindsay. Yes, oh, we're talking to the Paul and, and, and the Phil. OK. Look, um, I'm sorry, look, yeah. we, yes, 53 and a half megacycles. Yeah. Yeah. And we're being jammed. Yes. Yeah. You've got an idea who it is, have you? Right. No. What? Okay. Well, look, um, I hope... Wish... I think he's talking to someone on the phone. I wish best of luck and I hope you get them. Good, thank you. I just rang up PMG. At the Parkway. The Meringue, yeah. And they're sending a chap out right away to get that twin person. Oh, so you should expect him in a couple of months. Yes. Are you talking to anybody, Paul? Yeah, I'm talking to Dave. Are you? Ah, oh, can you hear the station on? Yes. How strong is he? Reasonable. What, the station on what band? Six. Or what would you say reasonable? 
You've got a funny sound in that Tandy phone. Doesn't it sound, sound funny, uh, Lindsay? It sort of sounds Tandy phone-ish. Yeah. It sound like it did sound like last night. Mm. Maybe I'm just off tune. Maybe it's because I'm trying to eat dinner at the same time. That could be it. Yeah. Have, have you got the amplifiers going? The amplifiers? Yeah. And the background. It sounds like you're almost verging on feedback. No. Yeah, it is because I got the uh, GXC was over the other side of the room up too far. That's what it is, yeah. By the way, Christmas edition of a cross band on 1840 kHz. What are you having for dinner? These jammers are a bad nuisance. Yes, sure. Anyway, Lindsay. Oh, you're back again. Is Philip there? Has he invited us around to have a hamper? Yeah. Good, thank you. Someone's putting VNG on this frequency. Well, I can't come on. No, yeah. Beck can't follow us. We've got to go to 15. Look, as far as I'm concerned, we stay on this channel because it is the established amateur net. Can we... what's 15 like, Philip? No, oh, 15 is busy with SSD at the moment. <laughs> oh. Oh. stay here. I think it's best just to stay here. We've just got this background of garbage missions. I wish they'd go off. Look, you talk amongst yourself. We've got to go and get another microphone. Um, yes, we'll talk amongst ourselves. Oh, yeah, well, you're on the closest, I've got to say. Yakety, yakety, yak. Yes, we built that dual amplifiers I was telling you about last night with the, the two AM tuners in it. And yes, well, it works exceptionally well. I'm pleased to hear that. Actually, I've got two things for you. Um, one take for Sunday morning, because we're going to Geelong. And the other thing is... Um, uh, something for your, uh, your family for, for, for Christmas. So, uh, oh, yes, yes, well, that's very good indeed. Thank you very much. Yes, well, I, uh, I turn on to the FM oh, and I thought, now, I bet you it won't hear a thing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it hears the old FM, MBS and the ABC, or the ABC and MBS. Uh, what days you got off over Christmas? Five weeks. I just think the missions you'll be able to get going. Gee, that's pretty good. And, uh, Paul, what, are you sick of your job now? No, it was lots of fun tonight because at five o'clock there was big Christmas champagne in the boardroom. Oh. And then tonight at ten I was late because, well, having champagne with announcers and I would say by this time he'd be quite drunk. Which announcers was this? Mr. Perno. Ah, yes. I had, I had big champagne with Mr. Mr. Conman. Who? Mr. K. Mr. Oh. Yes. Yes, we had a few words with Mr. C this afternoon. Oh, what does Mr. C have to say? Talk about it. No. I had the words I had with Mr. K, uh, well, they were quite interesting. He's sick of seeing tables going around. He's been watching tables go around for the last 14 years. So? Yes. Oh, you are listening to a photo? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm on my kitty now. Good, good. And he goes, I'm sick of it, I'm sick of it. Now, where's everyone gone? I'm here. Oh, yes. Tell Be John what job you got, Beck. Uh, one, one where I have to work. <laughs> Ooh. Obviously not the public service, then. Dave will tell you about it, John. You mean, you mean that the, the John doesn't In Adelaide, Mr Duncan said the law was no. absolutely certain that the privilege He got a job at 3 MP, as a matter of fact. Applied. That's a good job to have, really, I must admit. Well, 
Most people there have been bludgeoned for the last 20 years. It's, it's really the lifeblood of the, the economy. Actually, now that the net is established, I might go to bed. Oh, you would. That would be a typical Lindsay thing to do, wouldn't it? Yep. Go to bed and listen and fall asleep listening to you. Yes. Copy of Philip. Who's copying Philip? Joe's copying Philip. Joe, how are you, Mr. Joe. YSP? Who is it that's speaking Paul. now? Paul. Oh, that's the old man speaking now while Dave does something else. Oh, very well, thanks. Merry Christmas and all that. Look, this is incredible. What's, what's all the other background uh, noises that's going on? Um, well, uh, what background noises are there? Are you like, getting confused, Philip? Right, right. Oh, Would you like to come around here? Who? Mm. Okay. No wheels, man. Those chaps. Yes. Are you there, Lindsay? Yes. And uh, Philip? Yes. Right. Are we having a roll call? Yeah, and. Well, what channels are you running? Oh, six metres and less. Still there, Lindsay? Yes. Um, Could you come on uh, with me? I want to clarify to you. I'm just listening off, off thing, so you can't come down to me. I can't come down here, you're just off focus. Well, look, I think you should, you get on wherever you think the channel is. See, I don't know. <laughs> right, hey, well, Lindsay, that's on now. I've got a list of channels for you. Beautiful. What channel do you want? There we are, I'm here. Right. Uh, what about now, by the way, Lindsay, I have a list of all the channels. Why don't you connect on the microphone? I have. What what is one two five, Philip? What channel number is one two five? Oh, there so, are. Fourteen, yes, it is fourteen. So one two five is fourteen, and one three five is fifteen, etc. Okay, thanks. So active, John. Hey. So he was listening to his PFL. Lindsay. Yes. I am netted on. Uh, just a word of explanation here. Well, I'm afraid we keep getting jammed there. Look, who would be doing this mission? I don't know. Just wish that go away. I know who it is, uh, Lindsay. I have been Did given their names. On sixes, eh? Yeah. Someone's jamming here, six. Oh, there, uh, Paul. I told you somebody gave me a call. Uh, and you know all about it. Somebody gave you a call? Yeah, I told you somebody gave me a call and said they were jamming. Did they? Yeah, I told you that the other night. Oh, oh Paul's on the night beam. Oh. I thought you meant somebody rang tonight. No, no, uh, some weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Melodramatic, isn't it? <laughs> well, your bike was in which which bike shelter? The one on the, the German woman side. The the Frankston going side. Yeah. I it's a fairly old looking bike, isn't it? Oh no. Yeah. It's uh, was the police station wall, the wall facing the police station. Yeah. I went in there. I put my bike in there. I went to work today, of course, <laughs> about. 10 o'clock. I come back and there's three bikes there and apparently somebody had a blitz and was pinching bike seats. Oh no. And every bike there had its seat missing except mine. Mine, <laughs> mine was all graunched and half pulled off but it must have been bolted in too hard and they couldn't pull it off. But these three bikes had their seats <laughs> just oh, removed. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Oh. <sighs>
and I thought, gee, I'm glad my, you know, either they, so the German woman came in and scared them while they were pinching my seat, but the thing is, why? They pinched my seat, I mean, half pinched it, all bent it off, and bent the headlight. Now, why they'd want to pinch bike seats, I do not know. Did you, did you notice if my bike had anything else wrong with No, just, look, I didn't take much notice. I didn't think it was your bike, you see. Yeah. But I was lucky my seat was still on the bike. So I'm sorry about that, Paul. Oh dear, what did Rocky do? Christmas Eve, if it. Yes, the, 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 the local bell ringer's going mad. I don't know whether you know the man up in Brewer Road, but he gets up there and he's ringing his bell. He's probably going to ring it for the next 40, 20 minutes. I'm just about to pour, uh, I'm here. Call. Okay. Yes, we got paid, Paul. We got paid about $2 more than uh, you got last time. No, that was yes. Mine's listening on 37. Yeah. It can go 40, but apparently you can't listen there. I've got no two-metre equipment at all. Oh, oh, that's probably the reason why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I thought I might uh, relay what, what he says uh, over to you. I don't know whether he, he wants to join you or not. Well, if he's got anything to say, you can relay it by voice. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, okay, chaps, give it away. I think I've had enough Christmas cheer. You seem to be quite uh, quite a jolly place down there at the uh, the missions. Yes, well, it appears to be, doesn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah, did everyone get together and have little drinkies? Mm. Strange. Oh, no, but I'll say that. <laughs>